Hello, people. You're listening to Stories by Sneha. I am Sneha Atsrekar, your host and the writer of this series. Well, normally, but we have a special episode today. Our story today is from Carvin's pen, written by Sita Lakshmi Anand. Sita discovered her passion for writing two years ago as a therapy to cope up with the tragic loss of her child. She currently is ranked as number one amongst the bloggers in the English language on Momspresso, the blogging platform for moms. Thank you, Sita, for trusting me with your story. Here we go. Our story today is The Writer's Muse. The grandfather clock in my room struck and I woke up with a start. My eyes took some time to adjust the pitch darkness. My throat felt dry and I squinted my eyes to check the time. It was midnight. Did I just spend another night doing nothing? Empty pages of a book stared back at me. My pen lay open with a few spots of dried ink on the mahogany table. I sighed dejectedly. Yes, it's true. And after a week of trying, I decided to accept that I have a writer's block. Everything seemed wasted. The lonely villa I had rented, the servants I had fired for my privacy, the long hours of looking out of the window for that perfect muse and ruse for my story. I sighed and changed the date on my desk calendar. The day stared back at me, bold and taunting. I have arrived. It seemed to mock my fake genius, my wizardry with words that I always proclaimed. All bogus, all fury and no action. I accepted. A dog howled at a distance. It was more of a moaning cry, the one that spells bad omen. Dogs can see ghosts. It struck my mind. I hesitated and felt a chill run down my spine. I was suddenly aware of how I had no one for company. A couple of more dogs howled together. My mind was intrigued. My being was scared and I was attracted to the billowing curtains of the window in my room, fluttering away in the wind through the small gap I had left in the evening. A flash of lightning blew up the scene outside. An ominous drum roll of a thunder boomed around. My heart raced and I grabbed the silky curtains. A dark silhouette creeped up against the window across the road. A candle flickered in that room, casting a shadow of a lone figure, half seated maybe, by the window. I heard the gentle pitter-patter of the raindrops, which soon turned out into a roar. I craned my neck to take in more of that fascinating image. Like a photograph roll, I caught her various moods that changed per second. Yes, I saw a woman standing by the window. The play of light and shadow painted various stories. Her eyes sparkled one instant. Maybe she was a lover, waiting for her paramour, away from the prying eyes and bright sunshine of the day. A story of secretive lovers, who met in the dark and indulged in lust. Yet another moment, the creases on her brow suggested she may be a worried wife, missing her husband who was stuck in rain somewhere. Maybe he was cheating on her, and she stood there, trusting her other half, still worried for his well-being. The clock chimed one, and she turned at the same time to look back. Maybe I was wrong. She's waiting for her son or daughter, someone rebellious who doesn't respect her. 
but she has warmed up food for them. My pen flew fast and I lost track of the stories I wrote. Of that waiting woman. I just needed one more story to complete the series. My grand finale. I walked to the window again. Maybe I would get a new idea, a new expression. It was dark outside. It had stopped raining and the fragrance of petrichor pilfered around. I looked again at the window. She was gone. Did I imagine her? Was my mind playing tricks with me? I recounted her face vividly. Her high cheekbones, broad forehead covered partly with wisps of hair that cast a shadow on part of her face. Those big luminous eyes that had everything. Sadness, empathy, worry, lust, the joy of waiting, the fear of unknown. Those full-blooded lips, they quivered slightly. She was the most beautiful woman I had set my eyes on, ever. Maybe you're an illusion. I whispered and pressed the temples of my forehead. My eyes felt heavy and my legs needed support. I am waiting for you. I heard a deep voice and jumped out of my skin. A gust of wind blew in, chilling me all over and my teeth chattered as I turned around to come face to face with her. You? But how? I dared not move. I was probably nailed to the ground. I have been waiting for you, Anthony. She whispered close to my ears. She knew my name. I could hear her ragged breathing. She grazed my cheeks slightly. Her cold and frosty lips closed on mine. I struggled to breathe. She was sucking all life out of me. Memories of my past flashed in front of my eyes. My childhood, my adulthood, my parents, my village, my first love, my heartbreak, my marriage, my career. And then all I remembered was her face, her eyes, her lips, her touch. She was here. Rosa? I stuttered. You left me waiting. I got you. She laughed. Her giggles bubbled over at first. Then a booming, raucous, devilish laughter churned all around me. No! My piercing scream rang into the folds of night, only to be buried under deep silence. Fabulous! What a collection of stories, Anthony! My publisher seemed excited as he read the first copy. I nodded my head and walked off the room. I wasn't feeling very well nowadays. This particular writing project had taken a toll. I clacked my walking cane on the floor and opened the door of the publishing house. I was hit by an icy cold blast. February was particularly harsh this year. Pulling my coat together, I walked as fast as I could to my car. I was about to cross when a car zoomed in front of me. I was thrown off balance and clutched my heart, trying to cut the free fall. A pair of gloved hands held me and I held myself tight. Thank you, thank you, young lady. I knew it was a girl. I could smell lavender. It's okay, Anthony. I froze there midway. The same voice, the same touch, her big eyes, her ruby red lips. She was back. You? She was the one, Rosa. But something was different. She was much young. 
She held an ornate umbrella and wore better clothes than ever. She looked like a painting from a bygone era. Hello, I'm Rosa Earl, the Princess of Magnolia. Would you join me for some tea? I nodded my head and soon followed my muse, my Rosa, for another adventure. Hey, I hope you like the story. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to Stories by Sneha on Anchor, Spotify, Hub Hopper, Headphone or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you have a story to tell, drop me an email on storiesbysneha at gmail.com. You can follow me on my Instagram handle at the.agathist. I'll see you next Wednesday with a fresh episode of Stories by Sneha. Thank you for listening. Bye.